Hello, reviewer pals. I'm Edwin Salmon. That's Hannah Mamelis over there. There she goes. (laughs) (laughs) Say hello. I'm the person you hear giggling in the other microphone. (laughs) Teeing and tittering. (laughs) Is, uh, I was going to say TVs. (laughs) I'll take that. (laughs) Okay, yeah. The internet. Tony Cantwell. We're about feelings. Thank you. And that's what we feel. Thank you. You're so welcome. Future Hall of Famer. Uh, Future Hall of Famer Tony Cantwell. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny you say that as a cold open because isn't a cold open normally like in procedural dramas where you see like the you know like the victim was ravaged and beaten to death and then you hear like the theme song. Are then you, you hear think, the theme are song. Are you just thinking of like CSI? Yeah, the, co- the cold open of... is like the first like fifteen seconds. <laughs> I don't. That's uh, a cold open because it's before the credits. I love. You just her. think a cold open is before Horatio puts his sunglasses on and <laughs> yeah. says a cool line. That's a cold. Every cold open is that. Yeah, <laughs> ravished. I love it. Ravished. <laughs> this is a cop who's concerned about what the family are going to think. <laughs> I just no, ravished, he, he, I should have said ravished. She wasn't brutally raped radished. and killed. She was ravished. ravished. <laughs> she was radished. She was pickled she was within an inch of her life. <laughs> We found her in a giant jar. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the case is a foot. Is that a pun? Is that a, it's yeah. her foot in the jar? Yeah. Look like the case is sealed. Okay, perfect. Look like we've preserved <laughs> this one. Very, neither not top drawer at all. <laughs> Energy sources we like renewable. Some sweets are hard and others are chewable. Bank accounts while well, interests are provable. We believe. Okay, Tony Cantwell, yes. TV's uh, Hall of Famer, <laughs> future IFTA much. winner. Mm-hmm. Now, we've predicted things on Reviewables. I predicted a female Doctor Who a year before it happened. Whoa. We predicted something else as well. I don't know. The end of the end of August. We said, August, we said August was going to end. Fuck. Shit. And September was going was gonna to take its place. And no one believed me. My God. But what happened la- at the end of last August? Hello, September. Hello. Do you remember? Hello, my darling. Hello, my lady. (laughs) Hello, my September gal. (laughs) Do you remember (laughs) when we predicted September? September. (laughs) Because we didn't. Okay. Uh, Tony Cantwell, uh, comedian, bon vivant. Mm -hmm. I call everyone a bon vivant. Well, see. Human being. Yeah, don't feel special, Tony. I did actually Google that the last time I heard you say that. He he put his hands together in a prayer-like fashion and kissed his own fingers there. That's like Matt Cardle from X Factor. Remember that when he was winning all the time? He was <laughs> like, he guys, cheers, thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it was all like, you did great, Matt. You smashed. <clears throat> and he kept doing that. That's what head. endeared him to the crowds. Yeah. And then Harry Styles from, from uh, One, yeah. Di- One Direction, direction. W- whispered in his ear, but everyone could read his lips. And he said, at, when he won, he said, you're going to get so much pussy. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Fun times. Innocent times. Innocent times. Better times. Better times? Well, actually, that's funny enough what I'm reviewing. Oh. oh. If I can segue. Can I segue? Please, yeah. Segway. Slide in, baby. I have a theory that... Oh, look at this notebook. No, don't mind this. Most of this is bullshit. <laughs> and it's not particularly a funny topic, but I think it's, 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 a th- it's a hill I'll die on that the year 1987 was the greatest year for films. For oh, films? Okay. 1987 had the best films. So if you look at films like Lethal Weapon, Full mm. Metal Jacket, The Lost Boys, RoboCop, Predator, uh, planes, very, trains, um, automobiles, Harry and the Hendersons. All Go on. very <laughs> masculine. Sure. Okay. Uh, 
Mannequin. <laughs> sure, okay. Weird yeah. one with Kristen, what's her name? <laughs> from the Sex and the City. One. <laughs> That's like okay. A uh, man has a plastic fatal doll attraction that he. Sure. Uh, three men and a baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moonstruck. Didn't write it down, but I remembered it just now. Moonstruck is excellent. Moonstruck. I've never seen yeah. that. Uh, do you know what? These are. <laughs> no, Tony, I, I have No, you're right. You're dead right. Dirty Dancing. Great. Okay. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, no, it was just those particular ones. Not even, not even. I'm saying like male dominated, which they are anyway. But no, they are. But, but, but it was but, the 80s. But the, the theme <laughs> was very like, particularly when you're talking about like full metal jacket sure. and stuff like that. All quite um, like war Yeah, and the topics are heavy. quite macho mm-hmm. and deal with, yeah, and this kind of expectation mm. of what a man is. Yeah. Mm. But um, all, I mean, yeah, all brilliant movies. And the reason I say that is if you compare that to like, say, 30 years later, 2017, uh-huh. and the Oscar winners, right? Yeah. You've got La La Land. Now, Moonlight won. Great film. Yeah. Can't, can't great. disagree can't, with that. Yeah, can't Manchester by the Sea, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hidden Figures, Arrival, Lion, Hell or High Water. You know, yeah. 30 years later. What were the nominated, Sir, what mean, were the nominated movies like in 1987, though? I did actually look that up. Uh, it was The Last Emperor, Fatal Attraction, Broadcast News, Hope and Glory, and Moonstruck, which aren't the oh. best. No, out of that bunch. Bro- of that Broadcast bunch. News is great. Broadcast News is great. Yeah. James, uh, James I Oblock adore Moonstruck. I adore it. Yeah. yeah. I think it's wonderful. Have you I've, seen n- it? I've never seen it. It's wonderful. Cher and Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Yeah. He, Nicolas Cage is, I mean, they're both incredible. They're all, it's just a very, I, I think it's a very human story. Um, It's quite simple, mm. but it's like really affecting, I think. Well, Lethal Weapon should have fucking cleaned up as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> um, full Metal Jacket, you know that scene? I mean, the ho- well, all of it, like, but the... The war scene. That's no. terrible. The one with Vincent D'Onofrio and he's all in the yes. toilet getting yeah. all fucked oh, yeah. up. Yeah, so, yeah that, that's that. You know, he really recorded his own uh, audition for that and just sent it into Kubrick on a whim because what was the name of the guy who was in it, the main guy? Matthew kind of Modine. Door. Matthew Modine mm-hmm. was his friend and just said, just send it in. Just go for so it. He, so yeah. he actually put on about 30 pounds of weight himself and then shot it, bought like a serious bit of kit. Wow. Knew, had the script, read it and then sent it to Kubrick and then got that role. And then he put, and then so he had to put, put on, on all on, the weight even before he'd gotten the he put 30 pounds on and then I think in total he had to put on about 100 pounds of weight and this wow. was before like trainers and everything like that that's yeah, yeah. insane commitment yep but like He's that's great, too man. much <laughs> that's too much that's that's, uh, that's too much commitment that's I haven't think you know like uh, chill like. where with it uh, Daniel Day-Lewis and obviously with the whole like uh Lincoln and everyone had to call him Mr. President mm-hmm. and it's like so cunty thing to do he's like I'm yeah. gonna walk around not like, even Abe you know, yeah, not no. even on first terms but like keep, on my left foot was everyone like carrying him carrying him around being like you know yeah. but he's still in character so we have to just carry him around and he's like they're smirking he's a to gas everyone. bastard isn't he he's a gas bastard um, okay so I, I want to ask you about your theory why yeah. do you think that is um, I think that uh, I think fundamentally Similarly to the same way that RTE are, are, are criticised for not maybe investing in comedy is mm-hmm. that there's more money to be made elsewhere. And there's more money to be made uh, in comic book movies and they've caught onto a trend and that's what they're doing. I mean, if you look at this, I mean, these movies in 2017, like, you know, Manchester by the Sea, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hidden Figures, Hell or High Water. I mean, There that's are very few that are memorable in any in way. In any way. I mean, Manchester by the Sea because of the Casey Affleck you know, issue that yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah. that he shouldn't that have even sh- been involved. Sure, mm. yeah. Um, I loved Arrival. I really liked Arrival. I liked yeah. Arrival. I liked the idea of aliens being big hands. 
I'm at it. <laughs> <laughs> you spurt little uh, squid ink. <laughs> a cross between, I yeah. Love, I love the big idea hands, that they're just big squid hands. Ink. I love that that was your takeaway from the movie, Tony. Be, they're I just big hands. I fucking love that he's a big hand. <laughs> it's, the la- it's the last thing you'd expect someone to say who's About encountered alien life. No, I mean like the idea, because we have this, you know. What do the aliens look like? Big hands, sir. <laughs> big hands. Yeah, what I know else? what you mean. Big like hands. aliens are always like, oh, they kind of look like us, but not. Bipedal like, or even sure. quadpeds or whatever like that. But these yeah. are just five and they just kind of flow. And they could be maybe part of a larger arm that you don't see because it's all kind of foggy. I just yeah, do you cool. ever kind of really properly see them? Not really. No, mm. it's They get a bit close and it just looks kind like Kind of. Well, at certain points you do sort of see them mm. out of the fog. It's quite a beautiful movie. It is a beautiful movie. Yes. Well, uh, Denise Villeneuve Mm. uh, of Prisoners and Blade Runner 2049. Mm -hmm. This is a great movie. I think Blade Runner 2049 is better than Blade Runner. Yes, so do I. Great. It's it's a great movie. Mm. And it's a proper noir because you don't actually know what's going to happen. First time, you know, you kind of know the pop culture of... I can't remember his name. Harrison Ford's character in it. Rick Deckard. Rick Deckard. You kind of know the kind of pop culture of the whole. Mm. Like he might be a replicant or whatever. But it's, yeah. it's quite obvious throughout it that he could be. You yeah. know, And that's kind of debated. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I'm not sure if I'm a replicant or if I'm not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> first just line. Give, just give me my money. <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's all it's I It's not want. a bad impression. That's pretty good. Yeah, I've done Harrison Ford impressions before. On Reviewables. Hey. hey. You should know that. You've been hosting since the very beginning, Keen McGarrigal. <laughs> oh, pulls off. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, <laughs> pulls off um, not bald cap hair, <laughs> hair wig that was over bald cap. <laughs> hair cap. Hair cap. Pulls off <laughs> hair cap. Puts on glasses. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Keen. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even. That um, is that is a fantastic list of movies. Mm. Yeah, can that, you read them out again? For sure. Us, well, I mean, my my main ones would be things like Lethal Weapon, Full Metal Jacket, Lost Boys, Dirty Dancing, Robocop. I mean, these are f- like defining all of those you could probably find now that have defined films. Even Planes, Trains, and Automobiles yeah. has defined the like road trip. Or I mean, there has been road trip movies yeah, before, yeah. but that whole like I'm stuck with this guy. Yeah. And, and you know, and it's true with each of them. Like they're all quite. Touristic, mm. you know what I mean? Which is which, which still is a thing, you know, now obviously. But mm. yeah, if we're talking about the top, top m- movies, when you, yeah, when you're thinking about stuff like Marvel, mm-hmm. where it is all from the same cloth, they are. I mean, maybe some of the Marvels might stand out and hold stand up the test of time, yeah. Thor, Thor, <laughs> Thor, Thor, <laughs> Thor, Rock. yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and the Guardians Watiti. of the Galaxy movies here, pretty good. They're pretty good, yeah, but the they're, they're fun kind of like romps, but, you know. But but now since that, because that first one did so well, they've all been pulling from that, you know what I mean? And going, yeah, yeah. oh, this is how we make it more fun and yeah. bring the humor I like in. The, I like the musical kind of cosmic retro thing. That's like a that's like a new take yeah, that on. Is, that is and what I love about them is they don't do what a lot of film superhero films do where you have to kind of like define, this is the world and this is what the population do and this is what they use as space credits. It's like, no, it's a blue, blue head guy. And he lives on a blue head planet. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah, all you yeah. need to know. Because that's yeah. all that really matters. You know, he's not over... So back in, in... To get a bit of film uh, critic on this... Um, it was in 19, 1987, was 1987. That it? What, what, you think, oh, was it? Yeah, that's why I was born. What do you think... Oh, was it? Yeah. Is that affinity. why you kind of looked back on it? I have a bit of affinity with it, yeah. It's not the same for music and, and gaming. I thought it might right. be. I had this year that it was like the glory year. 
Sure. <laughs> the the year of birthing future IFTA Hall of Famers. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> IFTA, is that what you're, uh, is, that what, is that the peak that you're striving for? For supporting actor. Yeah. The fat guy, if like, I'm going to put on the way below. I don't know about that. You're going to do a D'Onofrio on it? Yeah, I might have to, um, yeah. Put on 100 pounds and then write a letter to someone. I don't know about that Amy Huberman. I'll be the gay <laughs> best friend of Amy Huberman. <laughs> I'm not gay. No. <laughs> or Amy Huberman's best friend. Yeah, no, I'm not, no. no. Nor will you ever be. <laughs> Wait, are you... Are you Amy Huberman? <gasps> Here comes my bald cap. No, what I want to ask is, what do you think was happening culturally, or what was inspiring them to make these movies in 1987? Well, I would say, so Ed, look, even looking at your shirt, like 77, that was Star Wars, Jaws was that year as well. So yeah. that was like the birth of the summer blockbuster. So I think... Mm, I think Jaws was 75. Fucking fuck off. Oh, Jesus. Forget fuck. Sorry. Well... The kind but, of, but yeah, J- Jaws was the, the birth of the summer blockbuster. They called Jaws the first blockbuster, and weirdly enough, having rewatched it because we did a film read of Jaws, mm-hmm. uh, and I've seen it a bunch of times, it's the unlikeliest blockbuster it of really all is. time. When you can com- compare Jaws to Avengers uh, Clusterfuck, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the <laughs> last the one was called, the sixth one in the series, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're so different because Jaws is like, uh, it, you know, it's a thriller, really. And like half the movie is three guys on a boat mm-hmm. trying to kill a fish. Yeah, it's really slow. Yeah, it's But if very you think slow. about it, it could set the precedent of what a blockbuster was. Yeah. You know what I mean? So nothing was being held up to it. Yeah, it was, it, it was a blockbuster in the sense that it came along and wouldn't leave the mm. cinemas. Mm. And, you know, like when Star Wars came out. Where does the word blockbuster come from? Uh, I Busts. don't know. Feels like it has some kind of origin. Like you'd be waiting around the block to see it. Buster. Buster. <laughs> <busting the> b- <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's it. <laughs> hey, bus. Hey, Buster. Well, you got me waiting around the oh, block no, a to bustling see this block. movie. Like yes. a bustling yeah. block. Yeah. It feels be. like it has some kind of someone, origin. Someone like went that. up to buy a ticket for Joe's, and it was just, it was all sold out, and it's a queue of people. So, but I want to see it now. Hey, you better queue up round the block, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I will. And by the way, that's catchy. You should remember that and sell it to Hollywood. And that man was Stan Lee. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s, because um, no internet, home video, ah. uh, movies stayed in the cinema for longer. And also, um, you, well, you, I d- you probably don't remember this because you're too young. But I remember when I was young and lads would go to America for holidays and come back and be talking about all the crazy, cool films they'd mm. seen in the cinemas that we wouldn't get to see for three months. And we never saw trailers for these fucking movies because there's no internet. There's nowhere mm-hmm. to see trailers. You might see them, uh, you know, when you when you watch a movie in the cinema. Mm. But that's why 1987 was the best year because it hit a sweet spot of home video had just had just started yeah so people (coughs) were willing to put more money into movies because they could make money on home video and it was right before the proliferation of really cheaply made direct-to-video movies yeah Yeah. that's a fair point and i think that's interesting to note that and you're right and and what you were saying was right as well in that you know realizing how to make money and and what the you know the main goer is for that and and cinema being the big one and and it not being tv and now tv is a big thing like mm-hmm. if you think about tv shows now have such an altruistic 
vibe. You yeah, know what I mean? 100%. Like, yeah. you know, creators want to go there to make their kind of mark. And same with actors now. You know, when actors started making that move, that like actors weren't doing mm-hmm. TV for a long time, big actors, movie actors. Yeah. And now, and then they started lining up to, to be the main character in a TV series. Yeah, to because you can do a lot more with TV. Like, I even take Robocop, which is a great example of uh, an auteur. Paul Verhoeven, crazy uh, Dutch director. He made these crazy Dutch movies. I don't know if you've seen any of these early Dutch movies. No. They're all just like... Much sexier, are they? Oh, yeah. They're just like gay fuckfests. Amazing. Just like real... Uh, but it got a weird kind of quirky sense of humor. Mm. But he didn't want to do Robocop at all. And his wife was like, oh, have a look. You can you know, you can know, pull the piss out of America. Because that's what he's doing in that movie. That all that? Whole, I'll buy that for a dollar. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all that stuff. And just the extreme violence of it. Mm. Mixed with comedy. Um, like when Ed 209 kills the guy in the board. Completely obliterates the dude. And it's like, and in the uncut version, it's like extra long shots of him being just being ripped apart and then it's it all calms down and someone goes call an ambulance <laughs> <laughs> and it always makes me laugh it's just such a brilliant like it's a nuts movie uh, comic like, timing yeah. the, the, when your man is melted in the end oh and, and, he, like, and he gets it's, yeah oh. it's grotesque even but it's like it, so funny hmm. it's really funny yeah even stuff like when he's being thrown through the glass uh, he's thrown the, the main bad guy from that 70s show yeah, through the glass, yeah. and, and he's got like cuts from the glass, which is which is kind of realistic, because you always see that in movies. People get thrown through glass, and they're they just kind of shake shake their yeah, heads. Yeah, little bits, fragments it. of glass fall off them, yeah, yeah. and that's it. But you could you could afford to make uh, a big movie like that that was had its own sense of humor, had its own point of view from Verhoeven, because you weren't worried about pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, downloading it, you won't worry about the internet. You won't worry about home, because you know, like TV didn't really have. The, you know, there was no such thing as. Uh, I mean, I guess there was TV movies well, and it was stuff all like that. It was the same sets. It was sitcoms. It was like just the yeah. same kind of cookie cutter thing. There was just different groups of people hanging out in a different place, or families just in different areas. You know, like yeah. that. Mm. It was pre Simpsons and everything like that. So TV just was fairly kind of samey, and I think TV directors and. Uh, TV writers were the most important directors just kind of come and go. You know, you didn't really have that kind of auteur. But I think all these are so incredibly... I don't know how funny this is. <laughs> but no, but it's... I, like, but, I'm like, enjoying it. But I, I, it's just they're all... I think they're all so influential and so culty as well. Like Dirty Le- Dancing and The Lost Boys. If that was just the same year across yeah, the board yeah. Yeah, of, how, totally. yeah. of how much people are into these Still films. Still watch them. Still like, watch all them. All the time. And question. Um, so these were all made the year you were born. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you saw them for the first time then? I think, I think so. I probably most of them would have been, I'd say, like probably ninety three or four, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of them are, I shouldn't have seen then. Yeah, you're yeah. quite young. Fine, well, you know, it was just fine then. And I think I've, I think I've become like a kind of pop culture kind of. Or I, I, I think I know and I, I kind of mm. uh, absorb pop culture better because I kind of saw these kind of films when I was younger. And and where were you? Were you watching them at home? Were you watching them with like probably siblings? Probably would have watched them late. On late on like UTV or something like that, and it would have been allowed. What mm. do you mean? You give me the eyebrow. Late, late. In the flick over to Channel Four. <laughs> Beverly Hills Bordello. <laughs> <laughs> Watching a bit of Yankee Panky on Sky One. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably would have been just watching them. 
probably watch them with my dad on a Sunday from a video shop or just watch them when my mom went to bed, uh, mm. you know, at, mm-hmm. at home. Uh, there was a novelty. I found that as well. I watched a lot of movies that I should, I definitely shouldn't have watched at a young age. Yeah. I'd say like, I used to go over to my friend's house and her parents were very lax and uh, they used to just let us do whatever we wanted. And she had two older brothers. Yeah. So we just watch, uh, yeah, just we watched like Battle Royale, the original Battle Royale. Fuck me. When we were like <coughs> twelve or thirteen. Mm. Wow. Um, it's pretty. Yeah, but it was great crack. Like yeah. it was, and I don't like you know this whole thing like oh violence warps your brain when you watch it at a young age. I don't think so. I think I agree. Mm. Like mm. when you're when you're watching, we were watching a lot of good stuff as well. I remember watching Interview with a Vampire and and loving that. Oh yeah. Uh, all of those, but was but that was that one of those like you know in uh, the film what's it uh, inside was it the one in the in the brain you know the one in the, the Pixar film where like yeah. you have these like core memories and they're like the ones that stick with you yeah but Interview with a Vampire would be like a kind of core okay I'm into that now yeah so Interview with a Vampire <laughs> was out. funny because Inside uh, Out that's it yeah that's an animated one uh, we watched Interview with a Vampire and my friend's dad um, looked like Lestat. <laughs> uh, I wish. <laughs> um, he uh, so he'd gotten in a bike accident oh. when he was <laughs> <laughs> Tony. <laughs> I wish people at... could see how, how quickly Tony receded into himself there. Because I was oh. still laughing at my own Lestat joke, <laughs> and I was like winking ahead, and then you're like, "Is it an accident? <clears throat> was he was he masturbating on the bike at the time and no, lost control? No." It's not connected um, to that thing that we cut out from earlier. No, yeah, he was cycling on his bike. <laughs> and he, we can't, look, we can't link everything up, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to say my friend's dad was masturbating on his bike. <laughs> I want this to be, I want this podcast to be the oral equivalent of sausages. Oral. Everything linked together in a delicious manner. They are the only links. He wants it to be a big fry. Big turkey fry. Um, so he had a bike accident and he knocked out uh, his front teeth oh and he got fangs and he got he got like a f- fake ones in right yeah but he could take them out and so we were watching it i didn't know this we were watching <laughs> the movie and he he knew and he snuck around the back and there was a window behind us and he knocked on the window took his teeth out so you could just see his incisors like uh, fangs and went that's so <laughs> good and we Freaked out. <laughs> we lost it. It was at I think it was at her birthday party or something. Or my it was at it was it's at brilliant. a birthday party and there was loads of us there and we oh it was amazing. Oh, it was so incredible. So um yeah. yeah, but I think there was a certain like novelty to being able to uh watch those movies. Like I don't yeah. think a lot of the films really showed there's a difference between like violence and like kind of well, I don't know, actually maybe Robocop, but I was gonna say cruelty. Like there's a lot of films that aren't really cruel cruelly violent and kind of gore now and the Robocop is like yeah. they're, they're really but enjoying blowing his bits off mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a comic book you know like because yeah. I, I, I was I can't remember the first time I saw it but I was I was probably about 12 I'd say mm. a couple of years after it came out um, but I remember watching it and it being extremely violent but also it kind of had a point I guess it was yeah. like funny violence it's so over the top yeah, yeah. it's uh ridiculous you mm-hmm. know it's like he and they're reactional to it just like yeah 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 but then and he reminds yeah he disappointed because it's gone wrong yeah. yeah 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 and then the other guy who uh, you know the coked up dude who gets killed he's like he's all uh, he's at home and he's coked up with the with these these hookers mm. doing coke off their boobs 
Because it was the 80s. Because uh, it was a Verhoeven film. That, that, that dude, the guy. <laughs> the best type I hear. <laughs> need a nice Boom torch coke. nipple. The guy who the, the, guy who the main bag guy. Long nipple is what you need. <laughs> <laughs> long thin Just nipple. A really get a <laughs> hoosh on it. With a flat top. It's like a slope. You need you need a nipple slope. <laughs> and then it's keep, you have to keep blowing on it so it stays so it stays rigid. <laughs> now it's going back. Can you drop in all the gear? More more ice. More ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what I was going to say, but I, all, I, all I can think Predators about is all I can well, think about Wall is Street. Nipples. Predator. They were all kind of scathing of the uh, of of yeah. Because 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 pr- Predator is uh, a comment on macho. In the same way that Aliens, which came out, I think, the year after. Mm. But Aliens has this whole thing. The same with Predator. is that The start of Predator, all these big, semi-naked, I don't know why, uh, they're all getting sunburned. Okay. Semi-naked, muscular guys who go in and like they kill a bunch of dudes, uh, stick around, and all this kind of stuff. So you go, wow, look at these macho dudes. They can handle anything. And then they can't handle... A man in a monster suit. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it it, yeah, it breaks down the you know the same with aliens. They're all like you know yeah let's do it yeah bug hunt yeah yeah. And yeah. then they get there and they're like what the fuck and yeah, they all we, get we have decimated. underestimated this situation. Apparently the original predator looked when they saw it like they shot most of it without the predator and they had shot a lot of it. Yeah. And then the, with Jean Claude Van Damme. Was it really Jean Claude Van Damme in a coloredy suit? That they were going to rotoscope, which is a process. If you don't know what rotoscoping is, listeners, it's where you take each frame of of film and you draw over it, as you would with animation. It's done frame by frame. They used to do Disney used to do in their own movies to just record people dancing and then Snow White would be painted over frame by frame. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, that uh, always freaked me out. That was always kind of uncanny valley when I saw Snow White, like actually moving like an exact kind of a human would. It always freaked me yeah, out. Yeah, it was too. Or when Mowgli was like moping through the the jungle kicking sticks more yeah. more so sexy seeing them as humans seeing them act like humans cartoons. is it too close for you like you can't yeah, you I can't get, get off, off to it get off on that but then they, they didn't do that with Maid Marian I don't think in, uh, in Robin Hood so, so I, could, I could get off to yeah, that yeah, yeah. you'd see me cycling really fast down the road <laughs> thinking about that so if I had a f- if <laughs> put a you put a bonnet on first. that fox <laughs> as you're cycling down a country lane yeah. throwing he bonnets shouted, on foxes put a bonnet on that fox <laughs> thrown from my salad bowl <laughs> hey it's all linked it's all linked I We're love not. it but there is it a- we're not which is fine which is fine what is your um, what's your favourite movie out of them do you think I would say that I love Lethal Weapon and it is a fucking Christmas movie I I I I will watch that at Christmas every year. Lethal Weapon. And I know we've had arguments about this before, and especially Ronan Carey, who's very vehemently. If it's not about Christmas or Santa, it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, w- I, adopt, I would fall. I would fall in that category. I adopt the setting because it's a movie I'm watching at Christmas. That's my definition of Christmas movie. You're watching watch, it at Christmas. I watch Lethal it Weapon at Christmas. It takes place at Christmas. There's basically one scene where they <laughs> have a fight at the end of Christmas. <laughs> I, th- I thought you were saying a Christmas but movie is a Christmas movie because I'm watching it at Christmas. Because no, no, like yeah, I watched Antichrist. I watched Lars von Trier's Antichrist on Christmas Day. Christ. But because people, but people have this argument about Die Hard. Not necessarily. Do people even yeah, say this about yeah. Lethal Weapon? I think you're the first person. To Lethal say. Weapon is a Christmas movie. 
<laughs> it's not as Tell popular you, as Die Hard. I don't think people even have an argument about this because I think you're the only one who thinks this. No, I firmly... I watch it because it takes place at Christmas. The last fight between uh, Gary Busey and Mel, Mel Gibson, it takes place... Not, Get that no shit snow. off my lawn at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah. Is not the line from it's the movie. No, it's not, but there's no. lights around. <laughs> yeah, house lights. Yeah. I think, lights. Tony, I think you need to be honest here and what you're saying is... No, look, I'm, I'm again hot. No, no, no. It's a Christmas movie to you because you watch it at Christmas. No, it takes place at Christmas the whole thing is like Riggs I need to get my daughter something for Christmas shouldn't do his voice yeah because the the opening scene was (laughs) no you shouldn't I guess I guess we're going to have to wait to see you with the Christmas web I do a really good uh, impression of him Uh, Princess Bride is also a good one that's an 87 film oh yeah oh that's great I mean that's a classic Mm -hmm. for me that is an Easter movie because I watch that every Easter Sunday every Easter Sunday for me to be honest that's a movie that's a menstruation movie I watch that every time I get my period (laughs) (laughs) I was so fragile coming back from body and soul that I had to watch like the Lord of the Rings extras. Was did I you watch it? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, I you put did. them on and was so... Just oh, that's so comforting. It is. I love that. It's the most... Com- and I've, I think I've watched the extras about as many times as I've watched I the actual movie. I really. have too, absolutely. I just it love watching It made me wa- fancy the hoop of um, oh, uh, the Merry and Pippin. Because they're so oh, yeah. gas in the extras and they're pulling <laughs> yeah. pranks. And, yeah, uh, yeah. They're just... Uh, I used to... Yeah, I used to finish watching the movie when I was younger and I'd just let it flow into the extras and I'd just go... <laughs> and then I'd jump on my bike. Yeah, <laughs> down, down the lane. I'll put my balance. <laughs> so, did you, so, so Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Lethal, 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 the, lethal Weapon mix. would be, I mean, Predator and, and, and Robocop in, in There quick, really quick was a good I also love Running Man. Movies. Running Man's kind of underrated. Well, it's fucking bonkers. It's shit. It's got no real message to it. It's just... Uh, oh, I ain't seen Arnold, that in a long time. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wait, Lethal but, Weapon. But, the first scene with Mel Gibson, he's buying Christmas trees. Yeah, he is, yeah. Maybe it is a Christmas tree. And then at the end, is all nobody oh, crashes the car into the house and there's a Christmas tree on all mm. the lights. It's a Christmas movie. Also, I do like Police Academy. Get that Academy, shit off uh, my tree! <laughs> police Academy, four citizens on patrol. That's one of my favourite Police Academies. <laughs> really? Yeah. What happens in that one? Uh, I think that's the one where Bobcat Goldthwait finally is in the department. Okay. And then they have to hire all the people out on the street to become police people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Police citizens people. on patrol. There was a rap about it. I think I've only ever seen two Police Academies. I that needs to be rebooted the shit out of. I have seen yeah, I every yeah. single I'm one gonna of be them. The fucking, I'm going to be high terror. For RTE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to. <laughs> Police Academy. Garda. 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 Garda time. I've seen every He's one of those. I haven't gone out. Except, I think except Mission to Moscow, which was the last one. But I've seen, mo- I've seen Citizens seven. On, on Patrol. I think. And I've seen there's one where they're in hot air balloons at the end. There's always a big set piece at, set piece at the yeah, end. Yeah, there ones. is. Yeah, but I remember seeing them like like Saturday matinees in in Burr Cinema or One Screen Cinema, and I remember being very confused as to what was going on mm. when the the commi- not the commissioner the commandant yeah is making his speech and they they hilariously hire a uh, sex worker. Uh, prostitute as they were known back in the 80s oh yeah and she's given him a, a BJ she was hiding underneath the yeah. thing and I didn't know what was going on classic I, comedy I was only a kid I was like she must be tickling his legs or something that's, I that's actually what I thought reaction when Ace Ventura in the opening thing he returns the dog to the woman and then she can't pay him so she like 
pulls his pants down and you see him kind of like hanging from the thing. Mm. You know? Oh, yeah, and yeah. And I was like, doing what's, he doing? So <laughs> what's he doing? Yeah. He's She's letting him just dance. Just like the man at the She's getting out of his way. with the sun. He's being silly. He's just being silly, son. Just being silly. Just being the first time I saw another friend, uh, another movie I watched with my friend being John Malkovich, um, you know, the bit at the beginning where the pirates, the pirates? Oh, <laughs> 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 The puppets, the puppets are, um, are gyrating against each other. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we watched that together and we both got really upset. <laughs> we were like, I, oh, we do, can't understand what this is, but it's upsetting us. Mm-hmm. But you understood everything else that was going on. In being <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not that bit. <laughs> Just not that bit. <laughs> but I, I, I suppose to ask you as well, because I don't want to appear like I'm being like, oh, well, everything was brilliant then and everything's shit now. Turning the tables. Well, sure. just just what do you think? Do you think Do you think films have also gotten worse like I do? Um, or yes less and memorable? No, I think, uh, I think there's still really good movies that are being made now that aren't blockbusters. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. and from my point of view, I mean, there's more movies now that are being made by women and for women and mm-hmm. with central female characters. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's yeah. more appealing. Um, but certainly, I think from from your list in particular, like you can't deny that those movies every are all Every single one of these has aged terribly. Like every single one. Sure. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, it's a 32-year-old list, but... I would say every single one of these, mm. bar maybe Spaceballs, doesn't represent women <laughs> in the best way. <laughs> Spaceballs is another one, yeah. Well, it was just everyone was being goofy, so it was kind of all, you know. I, do, I don't think Robocop has aged badly at um, all. I mean, there's some really, I mean, there's some, you know, there's some bad effects, or not, dated effects in it, I suppose. I would say, well. But I, as a story, I think it's really good. I think it, I would just say in terms of, like, wo- women's roles in them. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, uh, like yeah, are just like you know, so noticeable now. Yeah, yeah, nothing. There's yeah, literally nothing one woman. No. There's literally one woman in Predator who just looks scared and says nothing. Yeah, mm. and <laughs> Lethal Weapon. There is uh, Murtaugh's well, wife. wife. Well, she's actually well written, I think, but it's very yeah. all she talked about is Murtaugh. You know, yeah, yeah, but they, they, that's not the story they're going, you know, because yeah. I, I was thinking of like, well, 85 was Back to the Future, but if you remember Back to the Future at the end or in the middle of the second movie, when the alternative Biff slash Donald Trump time, timeline yeah. is invented, he leaves his girlfriend on her front porch, yeah, and just fucks and off. she stays there for. A movie and a half. Yeah. She says her f- until the end of that movie <laughs> and the entirety of the third movie. <laughs> and then at the very end of the third one, he comes she back. He wakes up off the porch. And he, and he wakes her up. And he's been away so long, she's a totally different actress. Cinema of 1987, a review out of five, please. I think because I think it's the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the but, best. But you know what? You mean, it was as soon as you, and I know you weren't throwing, saying the kind of macho thing or very male focused, but like, they, they, are, they are, and there's n- like there's there's no representation in there for me, let alone as sure. a yeah, as course. a beta male, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Monster Squad, but um, no, yeah, it's you know, interesting to know. Just for the cultishness <laughs> alone, every you know, no, I don't think any, film had not film itself had not evolved to the point 
you know, that it probably is now in some capacity. So I want to give it five out of five. Oh, wonderful. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you gave it the five out of five. The full compliment. He did the it. Full, yeah. The golden. I'm glad. I, th- I agree. I agree with that in terms of what you came in here to speak about. I think you yeah. presented yourself and your points admirably, Tony. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, you're what, welcome. What I give myself a five out of five as well. Well, that's oh, not good okay. out of myself. Okay. Well, we yeah, we didn't ask you to review, sir. So please, sir, put your Please, bicycle sir, put away. your... Put your pants, put your salad back Get in your, your pants. Get your ski slope boobs out of here. I was going to tell you a wanking story when you were talking about the bike, but I'm just going to tell you the wanking story. Oh, of course you can. That's how we want to end this show. <laughs> My friend of mine, was, <laughs> friend of mine was doing like a, a hash yop, you know, when you burn hash into a yop and then you drink it. And it's a, what? Yeah, so you can burn like a spoon of hash. It's very well, back in back in Back in my yop. day, Tony, we'd call that a hash yogurt. Okay, <laughs> you get you get a you get a spoon. You put a bit of oil in it. Mm-hmm. And you put a bit of hash in the oil, and then you heat both of them up. Why about it being in a yop or yogurt? When it melts, and because you stir it in because it because 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 with hash, I think because it's already been kind of melted into that, it's like psychoactive in terms of being uh, edible. Like right. weed isn't, so you burn it. And anyway, a friend of mine did like a hash yop, and then he didn't feel anything. And he was hanging out with his friends, and obviously did the one thing you're not supposed to do, and he had another one straight away. Uh, and then he tried to have a wank while they were there without realizing it. And he just had his hands down his pants and he was kind of like, I'm like, are you, hey, hey, are you all right? He said, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, I suppose I can, yeah. <laughs> just like, just, just, he was caught oh rapid, God. but I'd already started. So started he would have, he would have, if nobody he called had, him on it, he probably would have. He probably would have. He forgot where he was and he was wow. just having a wank. And, oh, dear. Uh, yeah. He just needed a blanket. He just needed a blanket. You're going to need a bigger blanket. <laughs> One man, one yop. Harrison Ford is the yop wanker. One man, two yops. I want to get some uh, hash. (laughs) (laughs) It's very good. So, Tony, do you have anything to plug? I would like to plug. uh, I would be at the Vodafone Comedy Festival. Yes. On the 27th and the 28th, I think, of July. In the Ivy Gardens. Uh, In in the Ivy Gardens. Mm -hmm. I will be in Edinburgh this year. With you guys. Yay. Yes. Uh, for in one of the shows. And I have my own live feed show, which will be 8.30 every day in uh, Underbelly Cowgate. That's wonderful because it doesn't clash with our show, Dream Gun Film Reads, which is on at 10.50, is it? Or half 10. We should really know this. But it's on in, in Bristol Square in the dairy room in the underbelly. I don't think it's 10.50. That's very late. I think it's 10.15. Yeah, I think it's 10.15. Yeah, I yeah, think I that think that'd clashes that'd with Kevin McGarren's show. Uh, well, Kevin can shove it up his hole. But go see his show one day <laughs> and our show the other day. You yeah. have many opportunities to see many, 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 many shows. And we're done. Um, yay. Yay. We'd like to thank SoCal for doing the theme music, uh, Paddy for all his help with production, Alan Bennett in Head Stuff. I'd like to thank uh, Rob Steers for doing the artwork and everyone who knows me at home. Merry Christmas, everybody. And a happy new year. Bye. This has been a production of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.